Hello and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Um, I am joined today by the ever so lovely Mr. Joel Henry. Hello Mike, how are you doing? I'm very well mate, I'm very well. Now, this the, you, people are going to know, this episode will actually be short because as we record, in 19 minutes, Joel has to leave. Yes, how did I? So, we actually have to stay on topic. <gasps> and the topic today is... Joel goes to play Gittle Ball. <laughs> and a great, a great time it was had by all. Spoiler alert. Right. So, as we record, you played yesterday. Yes. Yeah, my first um, Gittle Ball event. Tell us all about it. Cool. Uh, we sit at the outpost in Sheffield. Um, I signed up for it only a week or two ago. Um, and um, Rob Smith mentioned it was on and was looking for a lift on Twitter's. And I uh, might have looked it up. It was a free weekend. So, because uh, I fancied giving Gilball a bit more of a go and seeing what a possible event scene could be like for it, I decided to tag, tag along. Uh, so, um, I picked up Rob bright and early on uh, Sunday morning and we headed up to Sheffield. And so, question number one was Rob actually bright or was he? Why am I up this early? No, he, he actually seemed to be sort of semi-conscious. Yeah, it was not bad. He, it's a bit worrying. He wasn't drunk, Bob. So uh, <laughs> I think things will be different for the GT. Oh, that's right. Then. But uh, we'll go and get your hopes up too much about uh, right and early, Bob. But yeah, okay. he was definitely up. Um, so we, we rocked up there, and uh, there were seven players signed up for this one. Jonas, right. and six showed. Uh, I think that's due to there was a very big Guild Ball event just the day before up at um, Northwest Gaming Center. Right. Which had attracted you know nearly 30 people, I think. So that had kind of cut into uh, the outpost numbers. For which, actually, during the day, apparently Elman Games rang up and apologized. <laughs> uh, which was nice of them, I saw, at least. There it is. Um, so we had a variety of, uh, of guilds were there. I was there with my fishermen. Right. Uh, Rob had taken the Union. And there was another Union player as well. And that was the only duplication we had. Uh, we had a Brewers player, a Butchers player, an Engineers player as well, sort of rounding out the field. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Um, and it was basically, my first things about going to it was just trying to see what the community would be like. And um, i got to say, it was just a nice, friendly, relaxed atmosphere, the kind you get at a Malifaux event, for those, right. those that are familiar with it. Um it was just, you know, a bunch of people rocked up to push toy soldiers around and have fun, which is exactly what I wanted out of it and what I wanted out of Guild Ball. So I was more than happy with that. Um, so we played actually downstairs in the in the cellar of uh, um, the outpost. Right, I've not been to I've not been to outpost. It's one of the places that's on my list, but Sheffield is a bit of a pain to get to. Yeah, you have to come um, stay with me, me and I'll drive so- up, lad. I th- that's what, yeah, it would have to be something like that. So, what, why is what's that? What's the outpost like as a, as a venue? Uh, is this the one? Is it the one that's got the massive sandwiches and stuff? <laughs> uh, not so, not so much, but they do have a, a nice deal with uh, with a, a local food company, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, All right, okay. um, it's a store in uh, on Furnival Gate in Sheffield. Um, so you go in, and it's basically on several levels. The sort of main entranceway is uh, sort of the, you know, your shop counter, and uh, your kind of display area. You've got some stairs that go up to a play area, which can fit at a push probably thirty Marvel players in there. Okay, it feels it's a bit tight if you're all in there, but you can definitely hold you know a decent sized event in there. There's, there you go right. down about two steps, and you're in sort of the main shop area, 
and they're selling all manner of miniatures games. You've got uh, Godswear and Tor, X-Wing, um, Warhammer stuff, Guild Ball, Malifaux, War Machine Hordes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and a few more besides. And then they've also got a downstairs, which is, <coughs> excuse me, um, kind of where I think they do a lot of like building and painting and hobby stuff. But they've also got some more boards down there now as well. Right, okay. And sort of that's where, that's my sort of first time sort of playing down there. So we just kind of, there's plenty of space down there for another eight to ten tables easily. Right. So we sort of fitted in quite nicely. That's cool. Uh, without feeling like people were walking past us or we were in anybody's way all day. Yeah. Um, so, um, new things this tournament. I had to play against the clock. Yeah. Um, you get 45 minutes aside at this event. And you had to okay. bang the chess clock at the end of it. And I've never done a game like that before. Okay, so is that... So the game, you know the games are going to last an hour and a half? Yeah, with a little bit of time for uh, like stoppage. Or, or they can go slightly longer if you time out, but then you're giving VPs to your opponent. Right, okay. So the game doesn't end bang on your timeout. You can still use a minute of activations, but then when you end the activation, your opponent gains a VP. Okay. So you could potentially, if you can score in one more activation, you can use it. Sort of thing. All right. So that and that's the um, I can't remember what their pack's called. It's their the, their tournament pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no one got anywhere near timing out. I never got okay. within ten, twelve minutes of timing out. Uh, okay. In my three games, um, which was you know, think, uh, so I, I wasn't feeling the pressure of the clock, and I even forgot to hit it over several times. So I was actually probably burning plenty of minutes, which I actually needed to use. Because I forgot to tap it to make my opponent have his turn, so he was doing his stuff on my turn, sort of thing. Right. That's just me because I'm not used to playing under clocks, forgetting to bang the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice and friendly when we last, and there was, I think we only had to check the rule book for for one thing once in three. Games. Right. It's just because neither of us could remember it, and we resolved it within a minute, within easily within a minute. Um, just found the rule book, found the page reference. Oh, look, there we go. Get on with the game. Um, which was, you know, kind of how you want it, really. Yeah. So I put it in uh, Union first. Okay. Uh, and Aren't they supposed to be the uh, the tougher teams? They, they can be a bit filthy, yeah. yeah. They're, they're sort of thought to be a bit filthy at the moment. Right. Because their players um, were meant to fit in with other factions, but when you combine together, you kind of have a uh, answer to everything. Right, okay. Um Although, you know, you don't, they tend to be, since they're all pretty much a jack of all trades, they can pretty much do whatever they want and can be tailored quite easily. Uh, so I got I got beaten 12-8 um, in that one, which came down to my opponent needing to get a last-minute snapshot to try and get a goal in. And luckily made a pass, which he had a 50% chance of making. Then luckily made a shot, he only had a 50% chance of making. Right, OK. And if he'd failed either of them, I'd have scored a one. So, right. Um you know that's how that's how dice roll. Yeah, so I was happy to come with it that close to sort of making a game of it. Um, and so yeah, you know we had that. Then we went for lunch, and lunch at uh, the outpost. Uh, they have a deal with a place that sells uh, wonderful Mexican food. Right, it's part of the ticket price is you sort of order what you want at the outpost, and they sort of ring the order down, and then you kind of just wander down a couple of hundred yards and pick it up. Um, and they all do these wonderful, they do these very nice burritos. And they'll do them with just about, they've got three or four choices of meat. You can choose your different choices of heat and you get drinks thrown in as well. It's just good. And we also got those, because one of the lads who was, um, 
point in the tournament had got a broken leg and couldn't make it down. We all kind of took our food back there and right. all ate together and just, you know, chatted around and talked about other games we played and things like that. That kind of wonderful atmosphere. And then it was on to game two. And I got the engineers this time, okay. uh, which is my first ever team in Guild Ball. And so I knew exactly what I was up against and what they did. Uh, right. Uh, as a result, managed to win that one 12-2, I think it was. Okay. So basically, you know, run the random ball and my fishermen did what they did and scored some goals and ran around and it felt, you know, just friendly and fun with that one. Um, and that put me in kind of, you know, contentious spot then because we'd had the two union players were going to be facing off each other to take the top spot. And myself and one of the players had won one and lost one. And so we had to sort of play for see if we could possibly third or maybe leapfrog into second depending on how the results went. And uh, I was up against um, the Brewers for the final one. And they're not a team I know much about. I haven't played much of them. So I was kind of looking to see what they did, but I never got to find out because my team and the way some of the dice and scatterballs worked just worked how it should work. And I completed three goals in less than nine minutes of my clock. Oof. And I wish we said, right, time, we timed it out, I scored the goal, 12 points, that was game, and everyone else is looking around because we were on the middle table. The guys were looking, what, it's over? Because yeah, fishermen. And they, they just did what they, they do do and can do if they really get their speed going. Right. Uh, so I guess okay. ran up and scored a goal, he kicked it out, I managed to get the ball back and score a goal. Um, he managed to kill one of my guys and, and get his goal scored, and when I, my goal kick went out, it fell to one of my guys who hadn't activated yet, who went and scored a goal. Right. Okay. So, so it was over rather quickly, that third one. So we actually um, rocked up and played a casual game afterwards and managed to fit right, okay. one of those in and had another go of game two where everyone else was finishing up game one, uh, which was which was a bit more... It went a bit more his way that time. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, I sort of ended up the tournament in second um, and Rob Smith uh, had won it as well. Taking three wins with his union team, with the other union. Oh, so so he was using the filth. He was using the filth, and right, which which is what I'd expect, knowing Rob. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, um, it was just nice. We sort of gone through. We thought we finished. We only because only six of us. We only played three rounds. We'll finish by four p.m. Bought some stuff and sort of ambled home. Got to see the family. Very pleasant sort of little day. Sounds very good. So, how were the fi- a couple of questions? How were the fishermen? Loved them, absolutely loved them. Um, they because they sort of they sort of. I mean, as regular listeners of the show and know, I don't play Guild Ball. Yep. I mean, it's not something that really appeals to me. But reading the you know the online, they seem to be considered one of the weaker teams at the moment. Yeah, when they made the game, I think they were thought to be one, they were going to be one of the better ones. They turned out kind of not to be, because <coughs> although they're very fast and very capable of scoring goals, they are very easy to take their players out, and you know, to stop someone scoring a goal is far easier than to stop someone taking a player out. Um, and some teams like the like the butchers, if you focus on just take them out, you can ruin the goal scoring machines, and you can also gain a lot of points and momentum one of the game's major resources from doing that. Um, but the new Season 2 player for Fisherman, which had released um, the day before the tournament, or the Friday, 
was recalled. Oh, this is the one that you got painted like in record time. Yep. Well, I've only got the, I still need to base coats. I can do more with him. Uh, I thought it was oats. Base oats, yes. I got, only only bar we got it done, yes. Um, it still wasn't worth waiting for. Yes, but you know, we, I, I, I'm going to have a whole serial of these jokes. It's not just one. Um, I shall keep an ear out. <laughs> yeah, now they're getting corny. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Right. Okay. <laughs> I think you've done that. Now. Yeah, I think we're there. <laughs> Summary of our last Twitter posts. Um, they, um, the, the new player, Sakana, he's added a lot to the players, to the team, in that he can right. do a bit more damage. And as well as actually being a fairly good and fast ball player, he can also get rid of other people's armour so that the fishermen have a better chance of getting their stuff to work. Because armour negates successes in Guild Ball. So um, the more the less armor somebody has, the more likely you hit successful and better choice of options you're going to have when you hit someone. Right. Okay. Um, but if fishermen can get up to speed and do what they do, then they do what they do extremely well. Right. Uh, which is run very fast and score goals very quickly. So yeah, love them. I'll be keeping using them. Okay. And as a tournament, as a tournament game. You liked it, yeah. I think it will. It works very well. the The rule set is very tight, uh, very easy to um, see what's going on. There's, you know, there's no wiggle room in interpretation in the rules right. that you have to worry about. And the rules aren't at a depth yet, or, or sorry, at a complexity yet, where it's you have to worry too much about. Well, if this happens, what do, you, what do we do about this? Then it's very straightforward. Uh, sort of con- you know, conditions do this. They resolve then. Um, abilities and plays, you know, don't stack on each other if they've got the same name. So you know, it's very simple. You weighed out. So you still got a lot of options, but it's fairly easy to keep track of it. Um, the clock adds to it, I think, because although it doesn't really pressure you, it's got that kind of thing in the background, which kind of keeps right. you, it stops you dawdling. It keeps you in the spirit of. Let's kick this ball around. Let's pass a move. Pass a move. You know, you like you you like you kind of want to see in a football game as if you're into watching such a thing. Right. Okay. There's no stopping. You know, waiting things to drag out. You're never feeling like you're an inactive player as well. When you're put doing something, you're generally doing something. Yeah. Or you're or you're not sat waiting for them for very long because they're activating quick. Um. So yeah, I think it really works as a little tournament game. No problem whatsoever with that. I think it'll be a good addition to the scene and something I'd certainly like to go back to. Excellent. Cool. And look at that. Perfect timing. Yeah. Works out nice again. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that was... A... Joel goes on a trip and plays a new game and comes second. And enjoys it. With the weak team. <laughs> well, you know, I can't come first. He's not foul. You know, you've got to work out the filth now. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait to see what the uh, the new captain for the fishermen bring. But I think I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sticking my colours on the mast and sticking with the fishes for a while. You're going to stay with them, yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna, I've got all, all the, all the Guild Ball teams, but I'm going to be selling off bits and pieces now. And um, you know, Although the grit would be great to paint, I'm kind of running out of painting time due to other projects. Right. So I'm going to sell some of the stuff off and just stick with the fishes and maybe a couple of other little bits here and there that, like the union bits that can be used with them. 
Cool. So if you want to jump on the uh, Guild Ball bandwagon, <laughs> Mr. Joel Henry is your man. Yes, I, I can be. I can be your dealer. <laughs> and if not, go to the outpost. They're ten percent off. Nice plug. Well, the, lights that. Yeah, they did. They did yeah. us proud. They were, they were a great little venue and looked after us. Excellent. I, well, I shall have to sort something out and come on over. Yeah, I'll put you up. <laughs> until then, um, I've been Mike and I've been Joel. Bye bye. See you. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. 